What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Confidence Chris. Ooh! I don't think I can say that. Can I say that? Yo, I'm Confidence Chris. I fucking hate that shit. Just call me Chris, bro. Um, you know, I really wanted to get on here today and just want to talk about how I'm done with Cooch. I'm not necessarily done with Cooch, because like if somebody gave it to me, I might take it. Depends. But I'm just hitting this age and this point of my life where Cooch, it's just it's just not the same without a brain. It's just not the same without a little bit of rain. No, I'm just not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, my point is, I think I'm a hundred percent no, I was gonna say I'm a hundred percent done hanging out with Cooch. That doesn't inspire me mentally. But I don't think that's true. Because sometimes there's cooch that can inspire me physically. (laughs) That you may not need, you could be the scarecrow. You know what I mean? You don't need to have a brain sometimes. And that's okay. You know, there's a lot of that in the world. There's a lot of beautiful people that just simply we don't connect on a mental level. But again, this is my point. Is I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away. Stop it, Chris. Mm. Stop doing that shit. So this is what I've been doing lately. Is I've been making friends with the cooch. But I haven't been attempting to capture the cooch. Does that make sense? I'm trying to capture the brain. Fuck the cooch. Like, I'm over that shit. Because here's what I'm realizing, too. Like... It's my brain that's kind of chasing that. It's not my body. Like, I'm not in love with these people. And when you're sleeping with people that you're not in love with, it's just like, just fucking mid. Let's call it what it is, bro. Like, you know, I got to take my little Cialis. And then, I, you know, listen, I'm down for it, right? In the moment, bro, it really only feels good for that. I was going to say, you know, for that 30 minutes, depends on who you are. Maybe you'll go longer. And it just depends on how much I like you. It might go longer. (laughs) Honestly, that's not really even true. To be honest, I I truly, I'm a big believer that you could have really bomb sex in about 20, 25 minutes. And listen, I get it. I know you're a freak uh, and you can go for hours. I get it. You know, you're trying to, you have a lot to prove. I'm I'm an old bull. You know, I've been around the block, bro. You know, I don't, I don't need to be slaying the dragon like I used to, bro, with like all the finesse you know, and all the fucking Dungeons and Dragons. I don't need that anymore, bro. I come in, you know, I know what I do. I'm a silencer. I come in there, <laughs> slit your throat, put it in your cooch, and I dip. No, that's not true. That's that's insane. Uh, I'm just a regular sex haver. I always told people, I describe my sex as vanilla with sprinkles. You know, you know what you're going to get? Vanilla, it's basic, but it's got a little bit of flavor. It's got a little bit of sugar on top. It's got a little bit of, whoa. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, well, that's what it's about. So, anywho, I don't know where I was going with that. But this is what I was going to say. Uh, Only being friends with people, right? And that's what I've been pretty successful at this week. And, oh, we are going to get an update on um, No Contact Girl. I'm going to call her No Contact. That's kind of a cool nickname for her. Um, But I would say she's the main piece of steak at this juncture. Uh, but I'm not really sure to be honest. So we're going to get into a little bit of the thoughts behind that. Um, and then also again, all the people I've been hanging out with that are not people I'm banging. They're just people I'm hanging out with, which is insane. I know it sounds wild. Uh, and then the last thing is I'm going to field your questions. Oh, so thank you for reminding me, Chris. Um, 
right every week on my Instagram stories or stories across TikTok, whatever, in my link tree, you are going to see a link to record your voice to ask a question. Uh, you have 75 seconds to tell me your situation, tell me your question, and I'm going to react to them all live. And I'm talking about all, like, I don't care if it's 20 seconds. I'm just going to go through all of them quickly. Now, here's the thing. It's going to be rapid fire. If I have a, a question that I'm like, wow, this is a great question, I might sit on it. But if it's stupid and you're and you're saying nonsense, I'm calling your dumb ass out. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be hardcore balls to the walls. You want to come and be authentic, I'm going to give you my authentic feelings. They're all anonymous. So I'm probably going to shit on you. But no, no, no. But I'm going to give you really great advice as well. So it's going to be a combination of hopefully just some wild stories, whatever you got, wild stories, wild questions, personal questions, bro, you could ask me whatever the fuck you want too, right? If you want to just like say, Chris, yo, tell me about the last time you st stuck your finger or something, you know what I mean? Anything. But we're going to get to that section of the podcast uh, at the end, but quickly, briefly, and I think this is how most of the podcasts are going to be formatted is, first, I'm going to give you my little updates, my little journal, my little diary, my little, ooh, my rawness, my realness. I'm going to tell you the truth about all my feelings, what's going on in my life. Then we're going to get to your life where we're going to do those rapid fire questions. It's going to be interesting, hot, moving quick. All right. So first things first, um, let's talk about friendship because that's what's been happening in my life. Hung out with a new girl today. Fucking amazing eyes. I'm going to say that. She's got about an inch on me, though. I'm like, bro, you gotta fucking chill. You know what I mean? I gotta wear some fucking stilts. No, I'm just kidding. I think we're the same height, but I, I don't think so. And here's the thing. I know she, she set the boundary that she is not into me, but I also set the boundary that I'm not into her, right? We talked about, like, her gym crush and shit. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, I legitimately reached out to this woman just solely based. I mean, she's attractive. Um, and I met her at a Trader Joe's and we exchanged information, um, which is kind of wild. Uh, but I hit her up. She had a cat story. She's also like a therapist. And I was like, listen, I like cats. You're a therapist. Let's just be friends. Because that's the thing is that a lot of my relationships in my life, like I haven't been meeting people that do the things that I do and, you know, are similar to me. So I was like, yo, let me just take a chance on this person and see what's good. Reached out to her, said I'd take her to lunch, went out to lunch bomb conversation. She's at a great point of her life. We were fucking just deep diving each other. You know what I mean? Like she was therapying me. I was therapying her. She's like, you got an avoidant attachment. I was like, damn, shawty, you fucking right. Tell me more. It's your beautiful ass eyes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, and then she said, I don't know. I gave her a book to read. I, honestly, I will say this. That's what's so confusing about friendship with the opposite sex is, you hang out as friends, and then, like, as we're hanging out, I think me and her, and I, I don't know if she realized this, but I realized this, we are very fucking weirdly similar. Like, her parents are divorced, my parents are divorced, she's closer with her mom, I'm closer with my mom. Like, a lot of the things we were saying were just in alignment. The things that she wants, she's, like, kind of into the gym, she's all about self-development, she's spiritual, and I'm like, uh-oh. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, uh-oh. I'm just going to, I'm going to leave it right there though. You know what I mean? Like I just got to get more information, hang out, see what's good. But my whole point is it was kind of refreshing just to be somebody's fucking friend. Honestly, it sounds fucking weird, but like my, all of most of my relationships, you know, in the last like three, four years have been pretty much built around sex. 
like point blank. Like if I was hanging out with you as like a guy one-on-one, like not that I had a mission, but you know, I, I think I would just, for some reason we would hang out and it would just go there immediately. I would hang out with you. We'd go on my couch. I'll start making out with you. And it just starts getting like physical. Um, and that's what happened with the, I mean, the girl from last week, right? The podcast, literally I meet this girl within an hour and a half of ever even knowing your name. You know what I mean? Like I literally just met you. We are, my, my dick is in your cooch. That's a lot. And that's the thing is like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like whatever, honestly, I'll be real. The, the sex last week, it was like, bro, it was like, the fuck was the point of that? You know what I mean? I, that's what I was, that's how I felt. I literally was fucking her for like three minutes and I, and I stopped because I was like, what the fuck am I, what are we even doing? Like, I, I don't even really know you. Um, so now we've, uh, we've just become homies and I kind of like that too. So now I'm like, Ooh, accumulated two friends that are attractive and cool. Um, and then the third one, bro, I had a friend come and meet me. Girlfriend took her out to wine. Great conversation. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you though. I think I'm not going to say it, but I think she had some intentions with me because she made a comment of like, oh, like I was like, oh, how long are you staying here? And she was like, oh, well, I guess it depends like Saturday or Sunday. Like, I don't know. I was just like going to see if there's like a part two. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, you know, maybe. And then uh, she hits me up and she's like, hey, like, do you think I could like sleep over your house? on Saturday night. And I was like, yeah, like I, 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 like I got work and shit. So like, you know, I guess you could. And I kind of gave her the like, uh, yeah, you know, I guess. And, um, Oh, by the way, great conversation, great person, great girl, like, or great woman. Um, but again, it's just like, I'm focused on my shit. I could, I only have room for so many fucking friends and people and things that I'm doing and you're out of state. So no offense. Like I want to chill and hang out, but Again, we just talked about two other people that I just saw. And I'm like, okay, between that and then the shit that I'm doing, I'm like, bro. That's the one thing about friends, too, is it's like, bro, it's way more low pressure. When you freaking put your dick in someone, it's like, god damn. There's this obligation. You know what I mean? And there's just, like, all this pressure. Like, when I'm your friend, I don't feel that weird to, like, not people please you. So, like, that's the thing. I mean, actually, I kind of did, though. Because, like, to be honest, you want me to keep it real? Like... I didn't really want her to stay over. And and again, not because of the person. And this is like the problem I have with a lot of my friends is it's not that I don't want to hang out with you as a person. It's just like I'm prioritizing myself and like I have work. And just the reality is like, for instance, today I hung out with, uh, you know, my friend from across the street and like it was fun and we got, we went in food shopping and it was dope, but I definitely could have done all of those things. Like all the things I had to do on my list, probably in the same amount of time, uh, like, uh, well, probably like three or four more things, but because I was hanging out and we were dicking around and we're fucking around, it's like, you don't really get much done now. Is life all about work? No, it's not. You know, I fuck with friendship. I, honestly, again, the conversation I had today when, when it is somebody that can give you depth and when it is somebody that can give you a great conversation, that time is not not spent bad. You know what I mean? It's spent well, but when you're hanging out with somebody and I feel this a lot is, it's like if I'm hanging out with somebody and I don't know, we're just kind of futzing around or we're just fucking dicking around. I'm like, I don't know. This is cool, but it's not fucking necessary. You know, it is what it is. 
So kind of just said, hidey ho uh, to her. And then, yo, I had one situation this week. You remember the girl from the first podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, 22. I'm going to call her 22. I got another 22 in my fucking life. You know, I had a little bit of a moment with her at this end of this weekend. We were supposed to hang out this week. She was like, she got back from wherever the hell she was. Um, and then on Tuesday, she hits me and she's like, yo, tomorrow you want to chill? Because I hit her up. I was like, yo, I hope you had a great trip. I was like, you know, sometimes coming home from a festival, you know, you could feel a little bit down and out of it. So like, if, you know, just wanted to make sure that you're feeling okay. What a fucking nice guy. Fucking friend, bro. I'm fucking crushing it as a friend. You know what I mean? Like I'm being, dude, I'm being present. I'm fucking listening. Holy fuck. You don't understand the amount of energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, like I'm doing so good. Although, oh man, really quickly, I'm going to, I got to pause this story to talk about my guilt and my shame that I felt on Saturday though. Um, oh, you know what? Pause that. I'm going to get to that when I get to no contact girl. Cause it was, she was part of it, but there was a bigger issue that I faced, but I'm gonna wait to that little section. So anyways, back to 22, cause this is important. <sighs> she hits me on Tuesday and was like, yo, tomorrow, I'm sorry, on Monday, it was like, yo, tomorrow you want to chill? I was like, yeah, let's do it. I, I said, what time? She said, uh, six. I was like, all right, perfect. Tuesday rolls around. We're talking. I think I hit her late in the day. I was like, Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, you know, excited to see you today. Oh, I'm cleaning. You know, I'm going to be a little bit late. I said, all right, no worries. Hits me later. Uh, you know, hasn't said anything all day. It's like, I don't know, seven 30. She's like, Hey, sorry. I'm like doing homework. You know, I'll hit you up when I'm done and you know, we'll chill afterwards. If you're still up as soon as she said that message, I already knew I was like, all right, she's not coming. It's game over. Oh, by the way, she lives like fucking 35 minutes away. Cause that's already an L to me. Yo, if you live more than like 40 minutes away, that's long distance, bro. You know what I mean? Like somebody's got to make an astronomical effort to make shit happen. So that, that just makes it fucking hard. But anyways, she doesn't come through and I'll say this. She's now done this to me two or three times where she says, all right, this day. And then the day comes and then she just kind of like does her own thing. And, and you listen, I get it. I'm not, I'm not a stickler for that. Cause like, listen, if you got shit to do, go do it. Cause I'm the type of person that if I want to cancel, I'm not going to hold it against you. But three times and you make the plan, that shit don't fly with me. And it happened. Okay, here's the thing. Next day, right? I think this is like Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if, oh, uh, I go to the, I'm go, supposed to go to the gym with our friend and we both know her, right? And she hits me and she says, Jim, I said, well, I was supposed to go to the gym right now with our other friend at noon. She's like, oh, I don't get off of work until like two or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I was like, all right, no problem. Oh, sorry. This was Thursday. Uh, Wednesday, she said that, she, oh, I might come see you later at night. And then just, yeah, again, MIA. But anyways, this is Thursday. So I was like, so I talked to the other girl and I was like, hey, like, you know, I got some work to do. Do you want to just like wait till she gets out of work? And then we'll all go to the gym together. And she was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, not a big deal. I'll wait. Uh, so I hit her back and I was like, yo, we're probably going to wait for you to get out of work. She's like, oh, great. Yay. Guess what happens? You know, three, four o'clock rolls around, hits me. Oh, you know, actually, I don't think I'm going to go. You guys go, bro. What? It, this is what I understand. And, and like, yo, I don't think that she necessarily notices, right? I don't, I don't think that she fucking cares to be honest. 
And here's the thing. This is also on the heels of the conversation that I had with her where I kind of told her that, I don't know, I wasn't necessarily looking for something serious with her. Ever since that conversation, swear on my life, ever since I fucking told her, hey, like, you know, this is just like, you know, chill for me or physical or, you know, just friendship for me. Um, you know, she's like, oh, why are you overthinking? I'm on the same page. You know, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not even like that. Why are you even bringing it up? Guess what? And I literally said it to her face. I said, well, usually when I have a conversation like that with a girl, they never hang out with me ever again. She said, oh, no, no. I mean, I've seen her since, but we haven't banged since. Seen her one time when I hit her up to go out and meet her out at 10 p.m. at night. Long story short, uh, yeah, haven't fucking seen her since. She hasn't shown up. So now I think what it is 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 like this fear that like I don't really care about her, which it's not that I don't care because like honestly, again, I was being friendly. Like it, it honestly is on some friendship shit. It really is. Like I'm cool with you. Like I was looking out for you. It is what it is. And like we speak really like nice. Hey, I love you. Hope you have a good day. Like enjoy your day. Just random bullshit. But the fact that like you just keep thinking that you could just say you're going to do something and then not do it. Like I understand doing it once or twice, but like four times over the last two weeks is disrespectful at this point. Uh, I think it was Friday night uh, comes around, FaceTimes me out of the blue at 7 p.m. She's like, hey, like you want to come like hang out with me tonight? Like I'm about to go out. Like you want to meet me out uh, at this guy's place? I was like, to be honest, like I like I was supposed to go to dinner with the other girl that I met as my friend. I keep using the fucking quotation marks. You can't see that, but like, I there is no quotation marks. <laughs> like these people, like legit, aren't just my friends. I I swear, I'm not trying to get their cooch. But I will say this too: you hang out with the girl one on one, and I feel like she's assuming that I want that, even when I just say friends. Not the last girl today, but I think the other people. Who the fuck knows? Uh, long story short, is this: is I I just turn around and tell her, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you, like I like. Uh, actually, I'm not going to make plans with you. I just said that to her. I was like, I'm not going to make plans with you because every single time you say you're going to do something, you actually don't show up. So I was like, if you want to like hit me up and you're really ready, I said, let's kick it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I'm cool with that, but I'm not making plans. You want to hit me up in the moment when you are ready to hang out? Let's actually do it. Uh, and she's like, oh, rude. I was like, I was like, you know what I, I did? What I was saying, like, I was like, you listen, like, I was like, you go out, you know, like, if you want to hook up with another guy, like, go ahead, do that. Like, you know, find somebody else. I was like, you could be somebody else's headache. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I was like, yeah, go ahead. Fuck him. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, good. Take her away from me. Because every single time I try to hang out with her, uh, she isn't around. And I don't know, maybe that was petty. And it, yeah, yeah, definitely was. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm like, dude, come on. Like, it's, it's childish shit. And like, I... I get things are busy and shit happens, but bro, you're not showing up. Like I literally said to her, I was like, yo, you make a plan, just show up or whatever. Just don't make a fucking plan. Uh, so then I was like, all right. She's like, all right, sounds good. Like she kind of like was flustered. I was like, you know, make an effort. Hits me up 1130 that night. She said, can you come? Um, uh, and then I was like, I don't have a car. She's like, can you Uber? I'll take you home. And I was like, I'm tired. Like, yo, it's 12. It's like, what I'm talking about, bro. I don't want to be chilling with people at like 2 a.m. What are we going to be doing, bro? What you know what we're going to be doing? Fucking uh, stupid shit, you know? Um, and we'll be up till four. Like, I don't need to do that. 
And that's the thing is like, that's what I'm saying. It's just like person. And this is why I told her in the first place that I just want to be friends. I'm like different phase of life. Like you're in out enjoying yourself. Uh, I think it was Thursday night. Like, dude, like I, I don't care to be going out like that anymore. I just don't. Uh, she said, boo, find the energy. And then hits me out of nowhere. I ignore that at one o'clock in the morning. He says, can I stay at yours? I was like, I was like, only if you come right now. And then she's like, oh, it's okay. And then I'm like, I can leave the door open. She's like, oh, I don't want to wake you. I love you though. Are you just doing this to like, see if I would give you attention that like, yes, like I say yes to hanging out, but you don't actually want to do it. Like, I feel like it's child shit. It's almost like I want the attention to know that you're down, but I don't actually want to follow through. So just left that shit on red. We haven't talked since. I mean, again, not that she's a bad person and not that I'm not her friend. Like we're cool. It's, it's just like, bro, I mean, I, I don't know. She's not going to listen to this shit because, you know, whatever. She's in her own world. It's just like, dog, you know, I, I, I really don't fuck with people that can't be true to their word. And it's one thing, like, again, to to miss out and do things. I totally understand. You got shit to do. I don't fucking care if you cancel. I really don't care. But when you're doing it and you're making the plan and then it's like three or four times in a row, bro, I'm not going to I'm not going to make a plan with you. Uh, so I feel like that ship is kind of sailing and it is what it is. Like I, again, I don't want to hang out with somebody that can't show up point blank. Uh, last thing is went to the damn book club. Now, holy fuck was this shit interesting? I guess. First off, we're sitting outside. Uh, it's 110 degrees outside. We are, everybody's sitting there. I am, I am sitting next to a guy named Prashant, it, it, like Chris, like croissant. And he is sweating. I am sweating. <laughs> and we're just talking about life. And I will say this, though. It was a good change of pace. He's a software engineer. The guy next to him was a software engineer. Uh, you know, and, and, and just to keep it real, I mean, it was a group of nerds, you know? But it was refreshing. It was refreshing. Like, it was nice to just have, like, a bullshit conversation. And, and it's hard. Because I really am this character that is both, right? It's like, I could kind of like, I'm kind of in with the cool kids. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. I can't be saying this. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm at the cool kids table, but like also like, I want to hang out with the smart kids too. And it's sometimes it's like, I'm looking for that in between. Like somebody that like is about that life, but also like is confident and you know, might do something a little wild, you know, talk to a girl or something. And I'm not saying these people don't do that, but you know what I'm saying? It was definitely a, a different energy than what I was used to. Hung out with this other girl that ran the book club. Um, yeah. And just the conversations. I mean, it was good though. You know, again, it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't surface level. You know, there's some like depth to the conversations. It was fucking nice, but at the end of the day, it was just like base, basic social shit. And then at the end, the girl was like, let's go dance. And it was like me and this like white girl who's just like talking to everybody at this like Mexican party. I don't know what the fuck was happening. And we go over there and she's like, let's dance. So like I'm standing, I'm not joking, uh, in the middle of a dance floor with this girl uh, who was really nice. But you know what I mean? Like book club energy. She's fucking salsa-ing. I'm fucking salsa-ing. Uh, we got like another guy with us who's just like an adult. I, he's not saying a word. He's not even moving because he feels like awkward to even stand in like public. <laughs> uh, and then there was like one more girl and like, she was cool too. And she didn't say a fucking word to me. Um, 
I, you know, I think she was like a little shy, but I ended up leaving that and thinking to myself, like, fuck, I Ubered there. And I was like, ah, like, would I do it again? Oh, that's fucking hard. <laughs> like it made me want to start my own book club. But again, it's not that they're uh, not fun people. It's just like, again, still, I'm like trying to find my tribe. You know, I'm trying to find my fucking people that have that like flexibility of like, you know, might pop a Molly. Like these people, like they're like, they never done mushrooms. And like, that, I'm making it seem like that makes you like a nerd. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, I don't know if they're like in it. Like the dude worked for Microsoft. Imagine just hanging out with a, a dude that just works for Microsoft, you know? Like what, what the fuck? Look at what I do and look at what you do, you know? And, and again, it's not bad. It's just like a corporate guy, you know? Uh, again, great conversation, great person. Um, again, I just, there's, there's more to me than just that as well. So it feels like I keep like meeting people where they're just, they're just grabbing a surface or, or, or a piece of me. They're not, they're not understanding my full being. And I'm just trying to find those people. I think the girl I met today for lunch, that was the closest I've gotten. And I honestly, it's somebody I'm like, all right, yo, I'll chill with you fucking three days a week. Fuck it. Uh, so that's the thing is I'm just going to keep fucking hanging out with people, being fucking friends and just seeing what happens. Last thing, no contact girl. Okay. So obviously we rekindled. Um, it kind of was left on like, uh, all right, we're just going to be friends. It's long distance. Um, she never heard the first podcast and she actually sent me cupcakes. She was like, congratulations on the podcast start. Like, I'm so proud of you and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's amazing. You know what I mean? Like she is that girl that like holds it down, but actually does it. Like, there's a lot of girls that like, I do nice things for guys. And then like, they never actually do it. No, no. This girl sends me coffee, sends me cupcake. Like, bro, she's in it. You know what I mean? It's like the girl uh, or like the teacher who does like arts and crafts for her class and like dresses up the whole classroom and is like so excited. She's not that, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like there's just those people that are just such givers and they're just so fucking nice. That is her to a T. Uh, but anyways, it's kind of, she listened. Oh my. She listened to the first podcast and, and she had it before and she has me blocked right now. So a lot of the things that I'm saying on here, she's not listening to until apparently her, somebody found the podcast and now her whole family found the podcast and she's on family vacation with all these people that are listening to the podcast of that first podcast that I made pretty much like calling her judgmental. I was calling her like an extremist Republican. <laughs> uh, I, you know what I mean? I was saying a lot of crazy shit. And also I told all the dirty laundry of our relationship. So now like it's almost like her whole family fucking hates me uh, or feel some type of way about me because I'm fucking going on here saying the shit I've been saying about her. And again, it's not that bad. It's just authentic and real. But, you know, people, we don't, that's what's crazy is you know, we live these lives and I get it, right? I, there's some shit I don't want my mom to see. But the reality is, is if I'm going to be truly authentic, guess what? It is what it fucking is. You know, like you're going to see some shit. You're, I'm going to say some shit that's pretty fucking foul. And my mom might see it. You know, my brother might see it. I feel like they've learned to ignore it. So thank you. I hope my family's not listening. Uh, but the, the long story short of it is she freaked the fuck out. 
and oh, I was going to tell you guys about the intense guilt and the shame that I was feeling because she turned around and she like pretty much stopped talking to me for a couple of days and she says, you have, I have a lot of feelings about this podcast. And I was like, oh, uh, like what's going on? Like I finally get her on the phone and, and originally she said to me, I don't think this friendship is going to work. Like, to be honest, I feel like what you said was malicious. I felt like what you said was evil. She called me evil. And I was like, damn. But that's the reality about being real with people. Like, yo, some, and I literally said it to her. I was like, well, here's the deal. Everything I said on that podcast, I said to your face. There was nothing that was hidden. And that's the crazy thing. And I understand some things should just not be said, I guess. But the reality is, is like when you express yourself freely, you're going to hurt people. And I get it that she didn't want, obviously, her fucking family hearing it. Uh, Yeah, it's fucking wild, right? Like they're hearing shit that I said to her that, again, if they, if you heard that someone went on a podcast and was talking about your daughter and saying that, you know, she wasn't a gym girl, right, as their like parents or something, you might be like, fuck that guy. You know, like, I didn't get it. But anyway, so I felt, like, guilty a little bit. But then I realized that I let it go, right? Like, because I, I, I couldn't hold on to it. Because at the end of the day, it's my truth. At the end of the day, it's like, I, I, it's not like I was sitting here making shit up. I, I was telling it exactly how it is. And that's how, that's how I will be for the rest of my fucking life. And listen, I said to her, I was like, you know, I'm sorry that the way that this is happening, the way it went down, and I, you know, I, I understand I could have took some things out to not, you know, bring it back to you. But, I mean, it's all real. And the reality is, is like, yeah, it sucks that they heard that, but it's all fucking true. I did feel those things. I did feel that way about you. And that's the thing about, like, emotions, too. It's like, bro, I was holding on to some shit. You know, I didn't feel good. I was angst. I was a little upset, triggered. And that's just the reality of human nature, right? Like, one day, if, if, if and this is what I told her. I was like, yo, imagine you're writing a journal every single day. And, you know, in a relationship, there's so many different points. There's, you know, the honeymoon. Things are going great. Oh, they pissed me off today. Oh, we broke up. They're you know, they treated me like shit. And then the next day you're, you know, the next week you're back. Oh, you know, we rekindled. Everything's good. Kumbaya. That's what I did last week. Right. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna be less selfish. Kumbaya. But it's like, bro, if you look at that one point in time, that is how I felt in that, in that moment, you know? And that's what I'm trying to say is like, when you're really authentic and you're fucking real about your feelings and you're expressing them, guess what? You're going to say things in a moment that the next day or the next week, uh, not that it changes, but things might evolve or things might escalate or you're going to have a new shift in thinking. So after I had talked to her, right, and that's what I was saying last podcast is, you know, I just hit this point where I recognized that I was being selfish, that I was being, that I wasn't communicating, right? And I was taking accountability for that. But in that moment, the initial moment, I was letting it out. I was airing it out. So I pretty much explained that to her. And I was like, listen, that's just the reality. And if you're going to be with me and anybody, honestly, if you're going to fucking date me, like, you just got to recognize, uh, there's not much I'm going to hide. For real. I'm sorry. There's just not. So she freaked out on me, called me evil. I was, you know, I felt guilty uh, for that a little bit. But then, you know, we talked through it. You know, classic four-hour conversation. So we're just fucking friends. And we're moving through shit. If something makes her uncomfortable, we're going to talk about it. And I kind of like that. 
And and that's what I'm trying to say about like the friendship vibe right now. It's like I'm not putting pressure on any of my relationships. Something good comes along, comes along. Um, you're not here right now. When you get here, maybe we'll try to figure things out. But until then, she might move here at the end of the year. But until then, it is what it is. And here's the other big thing that like made me feel really guilty. And this is some like real deep shit. <sighs> my brother texts me the other day and he's like, hey, did you call dad for his birthday? And grandma, because they have the same birthday or they're like one day apart. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't. I miss my dad and my grandma's birthday by about a week, week and a half. And obviously when things like that happen, it's really easy to like feel very guilty about, you know, your shit. Now, granted, um, and I'm not even gonna make excuses. I was going to say like, uh, here's the thing. You got to know something about my family history. It's like, you know, my parents are divorced. My dad, um, he had me every other weekend growing up. Right. Um, and that pretty much was going down since I was like three. And there was a couple of years where I didn't see him at all. Um, but pretty much he, uh, like, I don't know, like we're close, but he's not like a disciplinary figure in my life. He's just like, uh, Hey, I'm over here. I'm your dad and I'm going to support you from afar. And we don't really like talk too often. Right. Like, I think like we talk like a few times a year, you know, uh, even so like I ended up calling him for his birthday. It was like a 10 minute call. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, happy birthday. Like, you know, how are you doing? Like, how's everything? Oh, how's the family? How's this? How's the trip? And I was like, and I did call him and I was like, listen, I'm so fucking sorry. I missed your birthday. And it made me feel like shit, you know? And and here's, here's the reason it made me feel like shit. And this is what I'm getting to you about my dad is like, I've always thought to myself, I don't want to end up the way that my dad did or the way that he treated me where maybe he wasn't as present in my life. And then I like was reflecting and it like made me feel like I am like my dad in a lot of ways where I've always thought, Oh, I don't want to be this guy that isn't present with like his family. But when I look at it, I miss his birthday by a week. I miss my grandma's birthday by a week. I miss my cousins. I live 2000 miles away. Like my whole family's in New York. I'm in Arizona. And, you know, it's like, I'm not really present in their lives. Like sometimes my brother gets a little annoyed with me that I don't call him often enough. I mean, that's normal, you know, uh, again, and they're more family oriented. They're more tight together, but you know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like I've been working on my relationship with my mom, my brother more, just like trying to call them more, trying to be more present. But like, yo, the fact is like, and everything I keep telling right now is I'm so invested into myself. I'm so self-focused that I do shit like that where like I'll miss an important date. I'll miss an important event. Uh, and it just like rolls my mind. And honestly, my brother told me about that and I didn't get around to calling him for another two, three days. And I don't know if it was just because I was like, damn, it's a hard conversation to have. I was kind of just like putting it off. I was like, fuck, like I got to call them and like look like an asshole. So like that, her calling me evil, me missing my dad's birthday. It's, you know, again, it's just like when you're on this self journey, it's very hard to, I don't know. It makes you like question like whether or not you're a good person. It makes me question like whether or not like, I don't know, like, again, it just makes you feel guilty. It makes you feel guilty that you're not, you know, as present in these other people's lives. 
But the reality is, is like, and, and I don't know. And again, I don't know the right answer on this. Is like, I, I think you're supposed to just really not give a fuck. Like, yes, I care about their feelings and emotions and I want to see them. and I want to be present for them. But the reality is, is like, I got to do what makes me happy. And sometimes, and again, and again, authentically being happy on your own sometimes means doing dumb shit. Now, should I be missing my dad's birthday? No, you know? Um, and those are things like, listen, I'm not a bad person at the end of the day. Like he didn't, and here's my thing too, bro. And I'm going to keep it real. And I'm not joking about this. If one of my friends missed my birthday or even my brother and my mom, like, yo, if my brother and my mom or my dad did that shit makes me question. Right. Cause that, that was the type of shit that I'd be like, all right, you guys are my family that I feel like is like an, O. so that's where I'm like, oof. Yes, it's fine, but it's not really fine. You know what I mean? It's fine, but it's not really fine. Um, but I'm I'm not joking when I say this. If any of my friends didn't fucking text me happy birthday, I really would not give no fucks. I, and I know I'm supposed to care about that. Like it does feel, and, and that's the thing, is that not that I don't appreciate that. I appreciate that a ton. But I also understand that people's lives get busy. I also understand that people sometimes mentally aren't in that state where they're thinking about it. Or they, they just don't see it, right? Like, bro... I understand. And that's why, again, it's this, it's this giant fucking fight. Sometimes I have in my head between like, am I a selfish prick or, you know, am I truly, cause I also would not care if somebody, you know what I mean? If somebody called me seven days later, like, Hey man, happy birthday. I'd be like, no fucking problem. Like, dude, you know, don't worry about it, bro. Like, what do you have it in your calendar? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? I'd be like, who gives a fuck? It's not a big deal. But you know, it's that weird balance where some people take that shit very personally. And, and I get it. I mean, think about the, you know, we were talking about this girl earlier, right? That wasn't necessarily showing up. It's like, bro, when you don't show up enough or you're just like not present enough, or you just like do things and you don't follow through your, with your word. I mean, that could irritate people. And, and for, and honestly, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's deserved. And, and that's what I'm saying to me, that guilt that I had and that shame that I had was healthy guilt and healthy shame because I should feel that way in that moment, to be honest. But it was like that full circle moment of like, I don't want to be like him, but I'm acting like him. You know, it's like, what what's going to happen? Like, let's say I have like, thank God I haven't had a fucking kid, to be honest, because I don't fucking know. I, I mean, listen, I'm going to make sure I dedicate myself as a dad, but and maybe I should rephrase that is I thank God I haven't had a kid with the wrong person. Thank God I haven't had a kid with the wrong person because imagine if I, you know, I don't know, let's just say like the girl from Miami or, you know, whoever, and they got pregnant, they had a kid like, bro, how present would I really be in that kid's life? I'd literally be exactly like my dad. I'd be in my own fucking world. What am I going to do? Move my whole life over there? What am I going to start like being around you all the time? And I guess the answer would have to probably be like, yes, if I really care. And that'd be a huge life change. But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck. Like, you know, you look back at it. And I'm like, I look back at my dad and I'm like, I know like I obviously I, I probably hold a little bit of resentment towards that. I forgive him. You know what I mean? I don't. It is what it is. Life happens. And my brother still holds on to it a little bit. I could tell he's like, dad wasn't there. You know what I mean? He like says shit like that. Part of me is like, well, he had kids with a woman that they got divorced and they were no contact. He was in his own world. Like, I guess he was doing his own thing. And as much as like, he probably cared, like 
it's one of those things where like I look now and I'm like, holy fuck, if I have a kid with the wrong woman and like, you know, it's hard. We got to be in the same area. It's like, yeah, I want to dedicate my, that's the thing is that I would just make an oath to myself that I have to be in that kid's life and that I have to show up for him evenly or equally to that woman. But it would be hard with how much shit I have going on and all this shit. I don't know how the fuck I would do it. And that's why I look back at my dad and I'm like, you know, maybe it really was just one of those things where at the end of the day, like she took custody and he didn't want to deal with it. And I guess that's not a good thing and whatever, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It just is what it is. Like, I don't know. And I, and that's why I think when he answered that phone, he, he didn't really care that I called him late, but he doesn't deserve that. Even if he did not be present for me, you know, it's not tit for tat. I'm not going to not be present in your life because that was something that I felt you did for me. Um, yeah. So I just kind of felt like a little shitty. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> Nothing bad though. You know, I came back out of it and I was like, Chris, you can sit here and you can hold on to this guilt, but holding on to guilt does nothing for me. Understand it, apologize, make the phone call, express yourself, move on and don't hold it against yourself. I'm not going to end up like that. I'm going to end up with a really beautiful woman, a, a really amazing person. I'm going to have great children. I'm going to be there in their lives. And it is what it is. This little moment just got to be better about it, especially with my immediate family. I feel like, you know, with my friends that I keep talking about, you know, it's important for me to show up for them too. But bro, this is why in reality, the circle, it's hard. You, as you get older, it does get small because in order to really deeply be present for someone, that takes a lot of effort. And you add in all the other shit that is, you know, the responsibility that you have as you get older, you can't really have that insane amount of responsibility to friends as much right to social thing and maybe it is if you value that and I value it too but you know there's just some things and like bro there's some friends in my life where like they really get so angsty and they take it so personal when I don't show up to shit I'm like I, I mean I'm sorry like I'm gonna let you take it whatever way you want yeah it is what it is you know I gotta do what's best for me at the end of the day in that situation and I love you as a friend and I can only do so much. All right. And we are back. So now I'm sorry about the down moments. <laughs> sorry about the sadness. But let's get to your questions. Um, I'm going to play them. Again, this is the first time I'm listening to any of this. This is all raw. This is all I'm hearing all this for the first time along with you. So it's all a real raw reaction. I think I've got about, I don't even know how many I got, but I got a couple uh, we're going to play them. We're going to go through them. I'm going to give you my reaction, some advice, uh, and then we're just going to move on to the next ones. All right, let's get into it. I've known this guy for 12 years. We're seven years apart. He's younger. We, back in the day, dated for two months, broke up because we were in different places in our lives. Supposedly, I was going to settle down and be ready for a family, and he wasn't there yet. The next three years, we were friends with benefits, hung out all the time. We were actual friends and, you know, all that. And then... Time out. You're actual friends, but you're friends with benefits? All right, come on. What is that? And he started dating this girl. We couldn't be friends anymore. This is now his baby mama. He has two kids with her. But throughout... Holy shit. Up until now, 12 years, we've still seen each other and hung out maybe every two years or every so often, and we still hook up Holy because shit. supposedly they're nothing and they're just together for the kids. I guess I'm wondering, is there ever a chance that he's going to see me as something that 
could be something with him? Could we ever get together? Is it dumb to think that? Is it dumb to even ask him that? Like, I don't know, because it just seems that we're like twin flames and we keep coming back to each other. And I don't know if it's worth me hoping we could be something. You girls with the fucking twin flame comment. (laughs) You fucking love it. Oh, it's my twin flame. Oh, when you say that, you're fucked. You're fucked. Especially if it's this, which is, oh, this is so hard. Okay, first reaction, I'm going to say this. Whenever I hear about these situations, my first instinct is I don't know if it's ever going to cross that line to the point where you guys are committed and going for it. But again, there is no prediction on that. And the reason I don't even want to give you a prediction on that is because anything could happen. He could eventually at some point see you as that. Uh, in my experience, have I seen that as a dude where like you've had this girl in your life and I've had this with like an ex-girlfriend before. So my college sweetheart, um, we kind of had a similar thing where like we dated in college for a year and then after that we broke up, but then we were just on and off hooking up whenever we were single, you know, we would still talk, we would still fuck and just like here and there, just like come over every once in a while and like you know, again, like, you know, had a good friendship and we just banged. Right. And then I would date other people and then she would date another person and then we'd come back and, um, you know, you just have this like lifelong, like sexual friends with benefits connection. And the thing is though, it's like, if he really saw you as that, why would he have not dated you to this point? You know what I mean? If he really saw you as that, and here's the thing, you know, you want more and you've accepted less. And that's really the struggle too, is because, because you've accepted this position of being this girl that's waiting in the wings and is willing to be there at all times, no matter what, he doesn't have to date you. You know what I mean? He can just have you when he wants you. And then he is going to just date whoever he wants. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a reason he ended up with the baby mama. Uh, and and there's a reason he had kids with her and, and probably fully dated her because honestly, she upheld her boundaries better. You know, uh, one of my coaches, she messaged me today and she said, is it true Men love bitches. I said, no, it's true. I said, men love girls with boundaries. Men love women with boundaries. That's what it is. When, when you can uphold the shit that you want and you don't take no bullshit, that's not being a bitch. That's just being, again, assertive, confident, expressing yourself. And you said right now, hey, should I say, should I say that? Should I say something? Can we make this happen? And, and, and this is where relationships are a little tricky, though, too, because... What would happen if you turn around and say, oh, well, hey, like, I do like you more than that. Like, let's let's maybe make something work or can we try making something work? Now, I honestly really am a big believer. I think you should express that. But I think you kind of have to leave it open for that. And the reality is, is if he says like, ah, you know, I don't think so. Or, you know, maybe uh, that's not it for me. Then you got a choice, right? You can either sit there and continue to be his friends of benefits or... You could uphold the standard of what it is that you feel like you deserve, which is a true relationship. And and that's why I, I say it's tricky, though, is because we make these things so black and white, right? And a lot of people in the audience probably right now, you know, they sit there and they think, oh, I would never do that. I would never just stick around for some guy that's not going to fucking date me. But like, bro, this is life. Like, sometimes there's connections in your life where it doesn't have to be about the boundaries and the borders. It doesn't always have to be fucking forever. It doesn't always have to be fucking monogamy, you know? And I get it. Like if that's what you're going after, I, I, I'm a big, again, it's a big thing is if that's truly what you want and what you think you deserve, it, you can't settle for less. You can't, you know? Um, 
But in this particular situation, don't look at yourself as wrong or right or whatever for sticking around or doing all the things you're doing because it's just a person that you have a really great connection with. And yeah, you guys happen to hang out and sleep with each other. You shouldn't feel bad about that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I think right now, if I were you, I would express it openly and I would say, hey, listen, like, yo, we've been doing this for a really long time. I'm going to be real with you. Like, I do have real feelings for you and I'm hitting this point where I really want to have more serious connections in my life. And if that's not you, that's okay. But I just want to know so that, you know, I could prioritize you as such. <laughs> point blank, right? And then you got to do the work. The problem is some people don't have a problem communicating their boundaries, the hard part for a lot of people is upholding them, right? Not hitting him back up, not just hitting him up or when he hits you up just to chill or say whatever. It's like, if you want more, you can't accept less. That That's just what it is, right? If you're selling something for 20 bucks and you sell it to somebody for five and you keep selling it to him for five for 12 years, at what point is he going to turn around and say, no, 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 I'm going to pay 20 bucks for this now. He's like, no, I've paid fucking $5 for this for the last 12 years. I'm not paying 20 bucks. And that's the hard part about these situations is, is like as a guy, I think once you have somebody in a certain tier, in a certain range, like that is who you are to him. Like you are this girl that isn't the forever girl. You're just a girl that is like, you know, solid, you know, you have this friendship, we fuck, but like, I don't know if I see myself ending up with her because if he did, why hasn't he dated you? You know? Um, and that's just reality. And here's the, here's the problem is a lot of people, we try to change the person that made us learn the lesson. And what I mean by that is this. Uh, we are in a situationship with somebody, right? And we recognize, oh shit, I want more. Oh shit, I need to uphold my boundaries. All right, in order to get what I want, I maybe need to say something and I can't just keep fucking him. And we think by stop fucking them and we think by just upholding our boundaries now, we're gonna get that person to like us. But the reality is, is like, you can't switch the person's perception of you anymore. The only way to really truly switch his perception, and, and for me in this case is, yeah, I guess you would have to express it is what you want. And the reality is, is you might have to walk away and then go work on yourself. And if he truly cares about you and wants you that bad, he will try that. He will give you the chance to potentially uh, do that. But I, when, in my experience, again, when, when you have gone this long and you've given it to him at this rate, it's just hard to see you as that girl. You know, that those girls in my life that I've had like that, where it's just kind of like, you know, we're just this friends with benefits thing forever. It's hard for me to look at them and be like, all right, I'm going to date you now. I mean, maybe later in life, but I think the, the unfortunate part is, is like, I, I guess I'm not being like, I don't want to be an asshole by saying this, but it's almost like times on the man's side, you know, in, in a weird way. It's like, kind of like, all right, we'll just wait. Or we're just, we're going to find something different or whatever. Because um, we just have a society and a culture where, you know, men date up and usually women, I mean, uh, sorry, men date younger and women usually date older. So it just tends to happen. All right, next one. Okay, so crazy fucked up story time. I am full of shame sharing this, but it's anonymous, so that's fine. I was having an affair with a married man. Jesus he was a Christ. colleague of mine. We first had hooked up at our Christmas party after I'd been with the company for less than two weeks. Um, and then about a month later, it turned on to a full-fledged affair. 
during that whole time, like, cause it's been going on for like eight months now, um, on and off, I guess it's my situationship. Um, you know, told me to see other guys, but not really meaning it. Super jealous, super crazy. It was stupid. Um, we do end it. I decide to start seeing other men mostly to kind of get him off my mind. Cause it was so like, I was infatuated with him. Um, started dating this guy, had a lot of fun, but then he ended up moving away. So that ended. I ended up hooking up with the married man again. And then a few weeks later, I started having these symptoms, thought it was a UTI. As it turns out, I had chlamydia. Um, yes. So where I'm at currently is actually waiting to find out if he has it and then going from there. So fuck. We all think of chlamydia that is that bad. I'm chlamydia Chris, bro. I've had it three times. <laughs> Like that shit's a rite of passage, you know, it's like a, it's like you're graduating into the world of sex. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That kind of sucks, I guess. But like, you know, seven days, you just got to, you're out of commission. Honestly, I, it sounds fucking insane that I'm so desensitized to chlamydia where I'm like, eh, not a big deal. Like, fuck it. You know, just live your life. Um, yeah, that's whack. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I mean, Hey, here, here's a little, here's a little fucking karma, right? little fair lady. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just chlamydia, you know, have the conversation, do what you got to do to get it taken care of. But you also probably understand now that you're probably not the only one. And, you know, it's kind of sad because there are a lot of relationships like this. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like so many people are in a rush to like get married and do all this shit. I'm like, bro, you don't know how many relationships, how much shit is really going down behind the scenes. Most people like have this front in their lives about how happy they are and their relationship and how great it is. But meanwhile, all this shit is happening in the background and no one's saying shit. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and shame you for having an affair because I, at the end of the day, you do what you want in this life. Uh, seriously. And like, yeah, I guess it really looks bad on paper, but the reality is, is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real. You're not a home wrecker. He, uh, he himself, um, is making that choice, right? You're not the one in the commitment now, you know, from the outside looking in all my holier than thou crew is going to turn around and be like, you're such a fucking home wrecking bitch. You know, they're, they're of course, everybody's got a judgment, but the reality is, is a lot of people would do a lot of similar shit in a lot of similar situations. Facts. And a lot of people that even have that opinion to be, to begin with have other shit in their closet that they probably just don't even talk about. Um, so that's why I said there's no judgment against the action other than um, I will tell you more honest and more congruent actions, I think, lead to better results. And I think the reason that you are facing a negative result or you are facing something that is uncomfortable is because you are doing something that isn't in alignment, maybe... Um, I don't know if it's with your values or his, right? You know, and you know, I understand being infatuated. Like that's what it is. Like it's fun. You meet somebody, you connect. And that's the thing that's really hard about life is again, we, we sit here, we look at these people, we say forever, you get married for, you go six, seven years, bro. So much changes. And then you meet somebody else and then she's young and she's hot and she's like giving you attention. I'm not justifying cheating, but my point is, it's not as black and white as people try to make it. Um, you know, it's it's not easy to make those decisions. But the reality is, like, again, yeah, you're infatuated with a connection where 
The sex is probably good. It is fun. It is taboo, right? Sometimes, bro, uh, and this is just the reality of life, is being bad sometimes is fucking fun. You know? Doing something that you shouldn't sometimes feels really fucking good. Uh, but the reality is, is I think if you were living more congruently um, with the things that you valued, especially if you feel like you want to be with somebody that doesn't cheat on you, Right? participating in that is kind of going against your values. And if it's going against your values, again, it's going to lead to results that don't please you. And I think that's really what life is about is holding yourself accountable to your happiness and your happiness probably equals you living in alignment with the things that you truly believe. Okay. So hi, Chris. Um, What's so up? me and my, I, I guess I just need advice. Me and my man have been off and on for about like four to five years now Um, I met him, you know, when I was younger and we both kind of had a lot of growing to do. And now we're finally in a really good position where, you know, we've both grown up, matured and we're ready to fully be together. And it's been amazing. Like I've met his family, Mm -hmm. um, his friends. He's away for work right now. But when he gets back, um, he's going to be meeting, you know, my side of everything. But only thing is he hasn't officially asked me to be his girlfriend um, he does tell everybody that I'm his girlfriend. All his coworkers know I'm his girlfriend. Um, when I talk to him, when I talk to people about him, um, I tell them he's my boyfriend, but he just hasn't like, you know, done the whole quote unquote girlfriend proposal. And I just want to know your perspective on that. If you feel like it's necessary, um, like we're already planning trips together. He's going to be moving in with me, things like that, but just haven't had the actual girlfriend proposal Um, I've gotten mixed opinions on this. So I just want to know if you think that that's necessary or since we've already been. That's awesome. I honestly, I never heard of the girlfriend proposal. (laughs) Uh, although I feel like I am a guy that I feel like if somebody is going to be my girlfriend, I, I think I would at some point ask like that. I'd be like, Hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? You know what I mean? At some point I would probably say that. Uh, most guys, like I find that they do it in like the bed, you know, and like we do it in like such a nonchalant bullshit situation. I can't tell you how many guys where it's like, or, or stories I I hear from girls where they're like, yeah, like one day he just like turned over and said, do you want to be my girlfriend? And it was like, yeah, that, that was it. Like I, I, do you need a whole ass proposal? Like, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like set up a camera and like take an Instagram story and tell everybody, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think you need to do all that. Here's my thing. If you, ha- if you feel that you have sufficient enough boundaries around it and you feel seen, right, I think that's important, is does it feel like he takes pride in you? Does it feel like he puts you, uh, you know, he again, he lets people know. He's, he's public about it, you know? It's not hidden. If you feel like that is who you are and he calls you his girlfriend, um, I don't think that you necessarily need one, but also you could also do it in a creative way where you could like, Tell him that, I don't know, you guys want to do like kind of like a, a fancy night together to kind of like symbolize your guys' relationship or something. And just let him know like, you know, I've always like wanted you to ask me to be your girlfriend. And you could just kind of keep it like light. You know what I mean? Just like, but make it fun. Like, it's almost like you're telling him directly that you would appreciate that. This little girlfriend proposal thing, uh, I think it's important, but... Again, I, I, honestly, it's the same thing with marriage, right? It's a symbol of your connection. And I think that the great connection needs to come before the symbol, right? The symbol doesn't really mean anything if there's no action behind it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what I would do for a fucking girlfriend proposal. 
what would Chris do for that? If I was about to ask some girl to be my girlfriend, oh, I'd do some corny shit. I think I'd go on like a hike I or like a picnic. I'd do a fucking picnic. It's too hot for that shit. But you know what I mean? I'd put effort. All right. You girls love a damn effort. I'm fucking over giving effort. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Hi. What's up? I was wondering. Okay. How do I further the relationship with my gym crush? Suck his I've dick. been no, crushing on this guy at my gym for several months. <laughs> He's so adorable, kind of a big dork. And oh, love we a just dork. started kind of smiling and saying hi <laughs> to each other. The other day I asked him if he was using the foam roller that was near him. Savage. And he said, nope, it's all mine. And that's my idea of flirting with him. <laughs> so I was wondering how can I take it a step further because I'm so curious about him and I just want to see if it can go anywhere. I get so nervous around him. My friends say he's probably intimidated by me, which I have a hard time believing. Oh, I love girl um, advice. <laughs> where do I go from here? Thanks. Oh, girl advice. He's probably intimidated by you. He loves you, but he just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Bro, girls, yo, they give such like, they're just trying to protect your feelings, you know? And and I've realized that girlfriends really do appreciate that. You know, uh, I was talking to one of my coaches and she was telling me how like, yeah, like I like friends that tell me what I want to hear. Like straight up. She was just like being real about it. So I feel like girls do feel that way because they feel like, okay, imagine if your girlfriend turned around and be like, nah, he doesn't fuck with you like that. You'd be like, why are you acting like such a bitch? You know what I mean? Like you'd be pissed. So I, I guess it does work. But anyways, let's go back to your, uh, uh, because I'm so curious about him. Ooh, so curious about him. I was like, mm, are you curious? Like, what was savage was the foam roller moment where you're like, you using that? He said, it's all mine. <laughs> what? He said, no. He said, yeah, if some girl asked me for my foam roller, bro, I'd give it to them immediately. He's like, no, I'm using this. Sorry. Actually, I'm intimidated by you. <laughs> Uh, you want to further it. I think it's just about, I mean, doing what you just did, right? You had this little moment with him. Um, I think if he does like you at some point, he's going to take the hints. Just, just keep rolling with it. Uh, no pun intended with the foam roller, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like little things like having the conversation. If you see him, just like go say hi, uh, do what you did. I know you're nervous around him, but just get in his area, like make those little moves. And at some point or another, if he really is about it like that, He's going to talk to you further. You're going to have a further conversation. And it's fucking hard because I think a lot of the times for women, it's like, you know, you want the guy to make a masculine move. Like, bro, ask me for my fucking number. Ask me for my Instagram. Like, let's get this shit moving. But the reality is, is like some guys are sometimes just like, I don't know if they're necessarily oblivious, but like it, you just called them a dork. I do find that dorks, it is fucking hard. You know what I mean? It is hard for like some dorky guys to like, make that move. Like they are in their head a little bit, you know, they, they maybe don't talk to a lot of girls like that. So it's not necessarily like a intimidated thing, but like sometimes those guys just need to feel very confident that you're down. But, uh, and I guess the way you can do that is, is just do little things. But here's the thing. You don't want to be like over the top either, because at some point you want him to be confident and make a move. And, and you can't do all the work because, 
uh, I don't know. I just wouldn't fuck with that because then you set this precedent that you're going to be, you know, then you're going to have the masculine energy and the relationship and you're not going to like that shit anyways. You know, girls sometimes go for these guys that like don't have that type of confidence. I understand like some people open up out of their shell, but bro, you end up dating some guys that's just like a pushover and like, that's no fun either. I know you guys don't fuck with that either. So I think you just got to keep flirting, you know, just keep making those little comments, keep going into his area, keep saying hi to him. How's your day? Like, what are you doing? Uh, like, you know, just little conversations and let it escalate. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's almost just like showing him that you are interested. That's it. Point blank. If you want to further things at the end of the day, great things take time. I'm actually going to, I would rather give you the advice of be patient and let it happen naturally on its own time rather than thinking that you need to push the tempo further. You don't. Ebb and flow with it. Go with it. If he wants to talk to you a little bit more this day versus the next, let it be. Because, again, you don't need to be overzealous about anything. You don't need to be pushing the tempo like that um, for any reason. Live and let live, you know? I'm a big believer in that just straight up with the, like, even with the girls I talk to or, or I'm talking to in the gym, if I see you and I have a conversation and I'm just like, it's just not the right timing for me to ask for your contact, I won't. But I'm like, okay, next time I see her, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I don't put any pressure on it. I'm like, okay, you know, if it happens today, it happens today. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it's good timing and the vibe is right, we'll talk. Um, and just understand that like, it's not like he's going to like chase around somebody else like that quickly or whatever. And if he starts talking to somebody else like that, he never really thought you were that anything or anything special to begin with. So, all right, keep it rolling, baby. Hey, Chris, uh, I have a question for you. So I am a pretty successful businesswoman and thank you for telling me that appreciate. Mm. I'm having issues with guys, um, showing interest or staying interested in me. Um, I don't know if it's whether I'm too, dedicated to my job or have my own priorities but I feel like guys are just dating with ADHD like they show interest in the beginning and then we go on a few dates I sleep with them and then they just lose interest so I don't know if I'm picking the wrong men or what I'm doing um any advice would be helpful thank you Ooh, so this is like a a a general one and also a tricky one at the same time right because obviously we're having this pattern where um, you know, we're meeting these people, we're hanging out for a little bit. And then uh, to me, this just sounds like basic dating one oh one. you know what I mean? Where like you meet a guy, they don't really, you know, you sleep with them and they're just fucking out. Um, so like, first off, I, I guess what I'm just trying to say is you're not alone. You're not alone in feeling the way that you do. I think there are millions of other women that feel exactly like you, like, you know, you're on point with your shit. Uh, but you know, these guys don't appreciate you. Right. And I think some disconnect that I feel like happens sometimes is understanding that your business, like prowess, your successfulness, uh, you prioritizing yourself, it's a good thing. And I think that the right guy that appreciates that about you is going to cherish that and is really going to really like that. So for instance, for me, it's like, I don't want to date a girl that's not a successful passionate woman, right? That isn't hustling and getting it on her own. Now, flip side of the coin. You know, sometimes if you're so fucking busy and you're prioritizing yourself so much, there sometimes are just some men that, you know, they want the girlfriend experience. They want the support experience. They want the experience of like the, 
the more like, okay, you're in my world, you know? And if you're prioritizing yourself so much, sometimes some people or some guys will just pass up on that because you aren't paying as much attention to them. But here's the thing. It's like those guys that you've met that are like that, they're probably not on the confidence level that you need them to be, or they're not on the, they're just not your person, I guess, plain and simple. Um, and here's the thing. It's like every guy is going to tell you that they're interested, right? That's the thing is we know in order to get you on the hook, we have to show you and tell you that we have a deep interest in you. But how do you know somebody actually likes you? There's only one way to know if somebody likes you. Consistent action over time. That is it. There is no other secret Krabby Patty formula other than consistent action over time. And that's also the formula for success. Wow. That's kind of mind-blowing in general, right? That's life in general. Uh, but you understand what I'm saying with that is? So they're saying that they're interested, but again, every guy is going to tell you that. Every guy is going to tell you that they fucking are in love with you. But you have to look in the mirror and say, okay, I met this guy three weeks ago. How does he love me? Does he really know me? No. And that's the thing is that we all promise, as a dude, you're promising this girl security and the future because that's what it's almost like it takes to give you that comfort and that safety to make you, what, like us. That's essentially what a guy is doing, right? We're trying to get you to like us. I mean, a lot of people, you shouldn't date for that reason. You should just be authentic and, you know, if you guys align, you guys align. Um, but that's what I guess I'm trying to say to you is, listen, I can't stop the guys from being guys because guys are going to guy, right? They're going to fucking dude. That's who they are. That's what we are. We're going we're gonna to love bomb you. We're going to tell you that we like you a lot, but we don't really know what our feelings are. We just know, all right, you're attractive. You seem cool. Let's keep it going. And then it gets real and we're like, oh, fuck. It just got real. She wants to put boundaries on this. Fuck, I'm not ready for all that. So what you need to do is be patient as fuck in the beginning. Not put all your eggs in one basket. Hang out with these dudes. Enjoy your time with them. And the right person is going to show you consistent action over time. Listen, are you going to meet some guys where you hang out, the vibe is right, and then all of a sudden they just kind of fall off? It happens. You know, you can't prevent that. But the only way to do that is by being more patient with your relationships, right? Taking your time to get to know them on a deeper level, seeing if they're going to show up for you, uh, not just in a sexual way, uh, not just in a sexual way, right? And I mean, having sex early on is, is such a debate. I, I'm, I'm a really big believer, though, if the right person, if, if I met the right girl, and she checked a lot of those boxes for me. She was super dope. And we just fucked on like the second or third date. That doesn't deter me from liking her. But I will say this. The, the more that you don't, the longer that you actually build the friendship and see if you guys are really compatible. Also, you'll see how much he really wants to hang out with you. You know, a guy's only going to go so long without sex. He's not going to keep taking you out. He's not going to keep fucking spending hours and hours and hours and hours with you. If there isn't some real connection, uh... If you guys haven't had sex, you know what I mean? But once you do, it's like, okay, do I, as soon as you pass that threshold, it's almost like, okay, do I like this girl? Do I want to keep seeing her consistently? But it's, it's almost like when you have sex, that's when we start thinking to ourselves, because here's the thing, when you have sex, what are most, what happened to most girls? You guys get attached and now you want to put boundaries on things. If a girl has sex with you, bro, it's almost automatic there in your mind. You're like, and every single girl is the exact same way. Oh, when I sleep with somebody, I'm only sleeping with one person at a time. When you say that out loud to a guy, what are you doing? You're pretty much saying to him, I'm only seeing you, so what about you, motherfucker? But now we've put boundaries on a relationship where I don't even fucking know you yet. So if that is somebody, if you relate to that and you are attached and you get attached quickly after sex, you have two options. 
You either have sex with them and understand, yo, I might not talk to this guy ever again. Yo, he he has the full right to, he owes me nothing. Or, okay, I understand I'm going to get attached, so I'm not going to sleep with you until I feel that you are consistent enough. I feel that you've shown up for me enough, and then I'll take the risk of seeing that this is legit. And, and also, too, I, I find that a lot of women, they struggle because they are so focused on the security aspect of the relationship that they forget to just enjoy the moment and have fun. And they, they, they forget to just build the connection. And that's the thing is that if you hang out with this guy and you sleep with him, just chill for a little bit. And what I mean by that is, is like, dude, put no pressure on it. You don't need to put boundaries on shit right away. Just, you're going to see if you're meant to be in each other's lives. And, and you got to stop feeling that if you sleep with somebody or hang out with somebody that like, they have to be your husband forever. Forever is a long motherfucking time. And that's why I said, you got to vet people. If that person's going to be with you forever, you understand what I'm saying? And put boundaries on a relationship. You guys really got to ebb and flow. You guys got to work together. It's got to be somebody that does appreciate that successful business side of you. But I will say this too, is that girls value that really highly. But I'll tell you right now, like, yeah, as a guy, like we care about your job to a degree. Like it's nice when you're hustling and doing your thing, but there's a lot of guys where that's not really a priority. You know, it's like sometimes the girl that is very attractive, that does just want to hang out is still smart in her own right, but just is like down to help me in all of my adventures. Sometimes that looks more appealing. Uh, but it's really rare. Like you don't really usually find those two things together, right? Like usually that successful independent girl, that's usually the smart girl. And again, there's room for that. There are guys out there that you will find that that will happen. You just haven't found the right person yet. That's honestly my prediction, but I think you need to slow yourself down and you need to let go of the idea of security so early on. And that's where we get stuck a lot is again, it's putting those boundaries on things so quickly. Explore that connection. See if you're meant to be. All right, next one. Your size of your dick. And, uh, did you try with guys before or not? That's a wild. Say, <laughs> so what's the size of your dick? Do you try with guys before? All right, so we got a horny gay guy. Um, size of my dick. I don't. I don't really want to tell people that. I don't. I don't really know to be honest. Um, I would say it does the job. I would say it works on an angle, if that makes sense. Um, and I would say that while, you know, I did get fucked in a lot of departments, I don't know if that was one of them for me. Uh, have I ever tried with guys before? Tried what? I've hung out with my boys. We played baseball. I've never put anything in my asshole. Uh, I've never, there's only, I've only kissed a dude twice. Uh, and that might sound like a shock, but it's not like what you think. It was one time in like the sixth grade where we were playing truth or dare and we were all sitting in a circle with like girls and guys and we made a trade. Me and my friend had a tap kiss on the lips to see a pair of titties. Like two girls would show us their boobs. So they flashed us. So I kissed my boy. <laughs> Uh, and then we saw some like nice sixth grade flat titties. So that was great. Um, and then the second time was like my, one of my close friends, Vince, we like, we have a, just like bromosexual relationship. Uh, and we went to go kiss each other on the cheek cause we were drunk. And then he turned a little bit too far 
<laughs> so he just like tapped on the lips and uh yeah we looked at each other and was like yeah probably shouldn't tell anybody about that you know kind of like looked at we didn't have to say it we just knew like all right yeah well let's not let's not discuss that okay uh but yeah no gay shit for me bro um ciao chris uh an advice for a guy like me um after 16 years of marriage got divorced um so my, my question is should i fuck like crazy <laughs> or take it easy relax spend some time with myself who would it be you know this is a tricky question uh and i actually love this question because i think there's two things to it i think if it feels good in the moment for you to go and fuck fuck but i think you'll find this is if you've been in marriage that long um you know, you've compromised for a very long time of your life, right? If you're with somebody naturally, you know, your lives are integrated. The things that you do, the person you talk to on a consistent basis, your literal attention, your consciousness is half filled with somebody else, right? Going to bed with them, all these different things. You don't really spend a lot of time thinking about sometimes the other things that are really important to you. Uh, at the end of the day, do I think you should just take the amount of time that it feels comfortable for you to feel good on your own? Yeah, you know, for some people it's longer, for some people it's shorter. Um, I don't think there's a right answer to this question though. And, and what I'm saying is just like, do what feels naturally to you, right? If you see some girl and, and you're feeling it, go fuck, you know, don't just do it just to do it though. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. I'm not a big believer in just like fucking just chucking just because like you feel like you need to get something out. Maybe. But like, for instance, my friend just got out of a relationship and they were together for a very long time. His initial feeling, because they weren't sleeping together, his initial feeling was like, yo, I'm going to go out there and do all this shit. But, you know, he was just like eager for it in the moment. But the reality is, is like, I don't know. I don't think it would have felt that good for him to just go and just like fuck like crazy. Like, I don't know. I think you could have that moment. Like, I, I let that happen if it happens naturally. My whole thing is only fuck when you like, I don't know, you're in that moment, you meet somebody cool and you're vibing and it happens. Not like just like overly seeking just like sexual relationships just because. Because I do think there needs to be some time where you do figure out what is it that I care about? Where do it? What is my purpose of my life outside of sex, outside of the relationship? And that's huge for like a man, right? Where is your purpose? And if you feel like you found it and you feel like you've built that and you feel like you know what that is, just enjoy your life. Like I said, um, if it comes to you and it's, it happens to fall into your lap, like it is what it is, bro. Go to town. I mean, that's the way I live my life now, right? Where it's like, if something really fire comes along and they want to fuck, like I'm not going to say no, you know, unless we really just don't vibe and it's just not about it. And again, I'm trying to stay away from that stuff a little bit more nowadays because it is kind of empty and it is a waste of time in my opinion, in my situation. Um, but again, it just depends on what part of your life you're at. Here's the thing. There's no fucking rules. You know, we all think that like we need to be something for somebody else all the time. People feel like, okay, oh, I'm 35. Like I need to settle down now. Like, no, you fucking don't. No, you fucking don't. You could do whatever the fuck you want and stop thinking that you need to live up to a societal expectation. So that's why I said, do what feels really good for you. If you're waking up and you're fucking horny and you want to call a hooker, fucking do it. You'll learn something. I either like this experience or I don't. Do I want to keep doing it or do I not? 
And that's what life is. It's just constant unraveling and, and learning. And don't fucking care about somebody being all butthurt about your decisions. Go live your life. Seriously. All right. I believe that was the last question of the day. Um, you know, I love you all. Uh, let's see if there's any more. There might be one more. Hey, Chris. Um, I have a question around, um, obviously, like, I can relate a lot to the um, statement you, you made about not really into the party life anymore, not wanting to sort of just sleep around. I'm in that situation right now. Pretty much the exact same for what it sounds. Um, what's your advice around, like, week, like, night times and weekend nights are where I struggle because I've cut out a lot of toxic people. I'm not really keen on hookups, random hookups. What do you do with that time now? <laughs> That's where I struggle. I'm curious to know what you do. Um, love your work. Love everything. Hopefully you come to Australia one day, do some sort of, I don't know, workshop. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um of, yeah, manifesting a future husband like you. <laughs> that was so sweet. Thank you. Maybe we will uh, get married one day or just, I don't know. You're right. Somebody like me, I guess. Um, that's a really great fucking question. It's like, all right, what do you do with that time on the weekends now? Um, and here's the thing. I would ask you this question. What are the things that you value? <sighs> Why are we talking about this fucking trash? The value thing again. <laughs> uh, but my whole point is this is, I think cutting a lot of that stuff out has given me more time to do the things that I care about. For me, it's making this podcast. It's being creative. It's putting out content. It's teaching people. It's helping people. It's supporting people. It's being emotionally available for the people that matter to me. And what happens is, is like if I go out and I stay out till 7 a.m., what does it do? It's not even about that night. It's about the fact of like I wake up the next day and I can't be the person that I want to be, you know? I... I can't focus as well on the things that I truly care about. So I think this is what I've realized is you cut all those people out and it leaves this really uncomfortable gap of like, okay, like you said, now what do I do at this time? What I have found and what I've been doing lately is again, saying yes to a lot of different things that I probably wouldn't have in the past. Seeing like trying to make just more friends, trying to just like meet people in different areas, trying to meet different people doing different things. Like I went to this fucking book club. I, I'm trying out different elements or, or different things that I care about or, or that I think I would care about. And eventually you start filling that time with other stuff that is important to you. Again, maybe it's a creative work. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's fucking something that you've been putting off for your entire life and now you have the freedom to go to bed a little bit earlier on the weekends and wake up and actually do something with your Saturday and Sunday, not just be hung over on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that to me has been like the thing where it's like, I honestly, I've been sleeping earlier. I've been hanging out with people that are willing to stay inside and maybe just chill and not do too much. Um, and then, yeah, again, planning and using that time to further myself in the things that I truly care about. And again, prioritizing my sleep, prioritizing my habits, trying to do things like more during the day rather than just at night. Cause you already know what time it is. Now, does that mean I'm never going to party again? No, I, I'm still down to go out every once in a while, right? Like I'm not going to completely cut that out of my life. I still want to be social and have a good time because that's my energy, right? Like I'm a fucking... But the reality is, is like there's more important things for me right now than going to a club, listening to Drake, yelling and talking about the pussy I'm going to get. So uh, I hope that makes sense. And that's kind of the the vibe that I've been on. So, all right. 
that's it for this podcast. Um, you know, I love you guys. Prioritize yourself. Prioritize the things that you value. And uh, I'll talk to you very soon.